Do you remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? You can read all about his wrestling career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised what you read. Go to LanceByChance.com. Listening to the Russellville Podcast, I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and today's guest is Carrie Morton. Carrie, how are you doing today? What's up, Vinny? I'm doing great. I'm uh, here in small town USA, here in Bristol, up in the mountains, so um, I'm having a great time and just ready to be on your show. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to have you, and and, and for, for those who, who may not uh, be familiar with your name right off the bat, go ahead and tell us who you are and who you're related to. So I'm a third generation wrestler. I'm uh, I happen to be the son of uh, Ricky Morton and the grandson of Paul Morton. So uh, if you're familiar with any tag team wrestling, you might recognize the name, but uh, I happen to know those guys pretty well. <laughs> we were talking a little bit earlier, you know, to have Ricky as a dad. Um, it's got to be good in the sense that you've got a, a teacher on the spot, right? But on the other other side of the coin, you know, there's got to be some pressure on you. You know what I mean? The the bar is high. I I would say so. I would definitely I would definitely say the bar is high, and that's something that I I look to every day. You know, obviously I'm not my father. I am a son, so uh, we have our differences. You know, my my father is uh he is he wrestled his style, and I can have a different style and take. But he loves that. I mean, he's so supportive, and I couldn't be. Uh, I couldn't have a better father. You know, I, I love my dad and I love my family. I have such a great support system. So, uh, but you know, if I'm, I'm going on, I, I do have some big shoes to fill in the wrestling industry. And that's kind of, uh, it, it's, it's really neat to kind of figure that out as well because a lot of eyes are on Terry Morton. I'm not complaining one bit. I'm loving every moment. And not only having Ricky there by your side, but then, you know, the people that he's associated with and the people that he knows. I mean, you've you've got like, you know, if your dad's not around, then you've got somebody else, right? I mean, you've got all these – I mean, your, your dad is probably one of the most well-known wrestlers in the business, so he knows a lot of people. So he, his, a lot of his friends, I'm sure, are wrestlers. So you come from a very big teaching tree. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, I definitely would. Um, my father knows a lot of connections, and, and not necessarily connections, just friends. You know, I, I grew up in this business. Um, I'm 20 years young, but uh, ever since I can remember, I have been around wrestling, and I've met so many wrestlers and, uh, and you know, agents and all that sorts of jazz in the wrestling world. So knowing these people, and now they're seeing me grow up and watch me wrestle, I Really, some pressure's on because you know I, I want to impress these guys, but also you know I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do what's good for me, and I gotta do what's good for the crowd, and make sure you know I'm not necessarily just focusing uh, on me and taking everything in and wrestling I possibly can do, and uh, lots of kind of uh, struggles, but they're good struggles, and I'm learn, I'm loving trying to figure them out. What is it that you're enjoying so much about the wrestling? What is it that you like so much about it? I, I love meeting, uh, especially the fans. The fans are so, uh, they're so neat when they come to me and say, oh, I watched your father and I watched Robert, uh, and I watched him, you know, win the tag team championships. 
and beat the Russians who were in. They used to beat old Jim Cornette's, uh, you know, blank word. I was going to say something. But anyways, you know, I, I get to hear all these stories, and now they're getting to watch me, and they're loving the moment. And they're like, wow, like, you know, you remind me of your father, or you, uh, you're making your own self over, and you're not necessarily doing what your dad is doing. And I, I just I love that experience. I love traveling. I, I love to meet different wrestlers and working for different promotions and uh, experience the atmosphere of different shows and just different environments and different match settings. You know, I could go on about how much I love about it, but those are really the two main points. When I moved down here to South Texas, I was getting into the independent scene. For whatever reason, uh, the big companies at the time were not really entertaining me. And uh, I liked the fact that I could go to a smaller venue. Uh, I didn't have to pay uh, more than 15 or 20 bucks for, for a front row ticket, or I could basically be anywhere in the building and have a good seat. Right. And so, um, you know, I didn't know everybody on the card, but you know, a lot of those guys do travel. There are some people um, that I knew that I was familiar with, or maybe they'd bring in a big star here or there, but I enjoyed that atmosphere. What, what is it that you like about the independent scene? And, you know, you have a kind of different view from where you're at, from where I'm at, but what is it about the independent scene? Because it's, it's pretty strong. The independent scene is so strong, and that's what uh, I, I kind of like about it because there's so much – I wouldn't say competition. I would just say there's so many wrestlers and so many talented wrestlers. Uh, it, it's hard to kind of get uh, out there more. And, and that's what I'm pushing for. I'm just, I'm striving to wrestle everywhere. You know, I want to, I want to go uh, way out to, you know, south and, and west, excuse me, west. I want to go way out west and up north more and uh, meet these different wrestlers and meet different people uh, and just wrestle different match styles and environments. So that's something I really try to take in. I'm just I'm enjoying every moment so far. I've traveled quite a few since this kind of pandemic is coming towards an end, but uh, you know I'm still just trying to get out there more. I want I want to experience. Uh, I want to meet new wrestling promoters. I want to meet new wrestling fans, uh, and then try different things. You know, uh, I, I, there's a lot of big role models that made a lot of money from the independent scene, especially you know, uh, for example, some guys that ring a bell is. Cole Cabana, uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, these, you know, they got their start from the Indies. I mean, Effie, Warhorse, uh, Dan Hazen, you know, or Joe Janela, just all these guys are, they made their start in the independent scene and they're so over. And I w- I'm striving to be that way. I'm striving to find new ideas and, uh, kind of get out of the shadows of my father and make a legacy for myself and start making, uh, different ideas for myself and coming up with different creative, uh, and seeing what sticks and what doesn't. And today, there's a lot of wrestlers that are independent wrestlers that are making a living that don't need that big contract or don't feel like they, you know, because they figured it out. There's definitely a way to make a living on the independent scene. I couldn't agree more. These guys, they're they're trying different things, and you know, some sticks and some doesn't. At least they're not afraid to try, and that's what I admire about the independent wrestling fans is. They're willing to learn with you. They're willing to try different things with you. And that's something, like, I couldn't ask for a, a better fan base. Obviously, you know, WWE has its fans. AEW has its fans. Ring of Honor, Impact, NWA. But, like, independent crowds, you know, those crowds, 
those are your friends. And those what that, that means the most to me is, you know, that they watch me grow and I watch them grow. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't be more thankful that I got my start on the independent scene and I'm building my days from the, the ground up. And over time, wrestling has evolved. I was talking to somebody the other day, you know, what was old is new and, you know, it kind of comes back some of the stuff that was done years ago, you know, kind of makes a resurgence. And with the scene today, I mean, you know, a lot of, it's a fast pace. It, it's, but, you know, uh, I'm probably talking to the last five, four or five wrestlers that I've talked to, you know, they've all mentioned old school wrestling or they mentioned storytelling or, or psychology or selling, you know, and it's like, you know, for people that say that uh, it's, you know, it's not used in the business anymore. It's it's probably making a bigger comeback than some may think. Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more on that one as well. You know, storytelling is a huge part of professional wrestling. And that's something that uh, it's really big on my base of wrestling. You know, when I do wrestle, I'm a big believer in storytelling. So I always try to incorporate storytelling within wrestling and not necessarily the storyline itself. But, uh, in the ring, you know, I don't think that's, I don't think it's bad. I just don't think a lot of people are taught the way of storytelling, like I was taught. So I always try to incorporate that. I, I try to incorporate, uh, you know, different mindsets going into a match. You know, I try to bring the fans involved, I you know, but feel what I'm feeling. So I, I try to put myself in their shoes and understand, like, you know, I want them to enjoy good professional wrestling. And still understand the old basis of professional wrestling. Uh, so I'm a huge, huge fan of storytelling, and it's something I, I incorporate very, very much into my my matches. You know, uh, I, I hope I I tell this story as accurate as I can, and I'm I'm sure you've you've heard this story of your father uh, getting getting beat down. I think someone was like stepping on his leg or something, and he uh, he looked out into the crowd of the front row and mouthed to somebody, "Help me!" Do you hear? <laughs> Have you heard this story? The fans were jumping the barricades, or they were coming <laughs> to the ring trying to help, trying to help them. They were, I mean, they were trying their best, dude. I hear that story, and I've I've watched the video. Uh, there's a video out there, and I see these 20 fans that jumped the damn rail to get in the ring to help my my dad as New Jack and. Uh, Mustafa, they all exit the room. Yeah. I'm like, wow, like this is, it, it's surreal when you hear the story, you're like, that's not true. But then when you watch it, you're like, holy crap, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's like really about creating those moments, you know, where it's like, you know, I can't remember all of a match, right? But there are certain things of a match that I do remember, you know? Um, you know, I, I, I could tell you some, some things in, in the match, uh, that Terry Von Eric won when he won the NWA world title, um, at, you know, in Texas stadium over Ric Flair, yeah. you know, there's, you know, I could go back and watch it, but there's a couple things that happened in that match that, that I don't have to, to tell you, you know what I mean? I don't write. You know, because they just there, there were moments that were created in that match, and someone was telling me the other day, you can do all this stuff. You know, like 
PJ Black, he was he was saying his his dad was a wrestling trainer or a wrestler as well, and so he trained his son. The dad could do all the trampoline work and all the high flying stuff, but he didn't do that. He he did old school wrestling. He was like one of the the most over heels in that part of the world, right? And he would tell his son, he goes, All right, son, you could do that stuff, but you don't have to. <laughs> you know? You know, so, I, I, I just preach that a lot too, my friend. You can do that stuff, but you don't have to. <laughs> you know, there are different styles and, and that's the cool thing about it, right? You know, you, if everyone was the same cookie cutter style of wrestler, you know, you've got to have like the over the top guy or, you know, the, the, the small guys or the women or, you know what I mean? The guys with the yeah. mask or the guys with the cane. You, you need different. You need a variety of stuff. All right. You're right. You're right on the money, too. So I, I'm right there with you. But, uh, you know, this is when, when I when I think of today's time, you know, there, there's so many things in wrestling that uh, I, I love to accomplish and do in my career. And, I, you know, I was recently just asked, I was like, hey, like, where do you see yourself in the future? And obviously, you know, people uh, would die for a spot. and uh, you know, on TV, and that's the same way with me, is I am a lover of professional wrestling and always have been. So when I was asked, you know, what do you what do you want to do in the future? You know, I, I started out in the independent scene because I want to learn and take in as much as I can before I attempt to make the big next step. But, uh, you know, I, I, I recently got compared to a lot of, like, the second-generation wrestlers like Brock and, and the Guns. and But, I, you know, I'm a third-generation wrestler, so I'm right there with I'm a generation wrestler. Uh but you know, I would, I'd love to see myself one day in all elite wrestling. You know, that's that's a huge goal of mine. I would love to be there and work into that talented crew, um, and just taking in the knowledge that Cody has to offer, and Khan, and and the Bucks, and Dustin, and so Jerry Lynn, and Dean Malenko, and Jim Ross, uh, and Tony Schiavone, like. I would love to be in the learning tree of those guys and take in every single second and never take anything for granted because uh, that is my dream and that's something I hope to accomplish one day. You know, the the future is unseenable right now. I you know, I couldn't I, I don't know what's going to happen within the future, but right now uh, on the independent scene, I, I'm I'm loving every second and I'm taking in everything as much as I can and. If my career just lasts in the independent scene, well, I am uh, I wouldn't regret a decision. You know, everything so far has been a blessing in disguise, and I know I'll hit that low at some point. But uh, right now, I'm enjoying the ride, and I'm enjoying the wave, and I'm taking in so much from everyone, and uh, hopefully one day it'll make my impact. Is there any any social media uh, that you can share with us where people no, can yeah. find you and reach out to you? If anyone's uh, you know, for people that's listening to this, please find me on Twitter at Real Carrie Morton, Instagram at Carrie at K E R R Y underscore M fourteen, uh, Facebook at Carrie Morton K E R R Y M O R T O N, and uh, please, if please, if you'd like to support uh, independent professional wrestling, that I do this as my job, go over to Pro Wrestling Tees and grab a T-shirt. You know, uh, at, I try to keep my T-shirts as cheap as possible for twenty dollars, uh, but please get up, get up. Pro Wrestling t-shirt and support him, Horton, and uh, just 
thanks for being a wellness rider fan. I can't wait to see what the future holds, but for uh, right now, um, just let's enjoy the ride together. Sounds good. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Do you remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? You can read all about his wrestling career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised what you read. Go to LanceByChance.com. <laughs> 